0: Network, this is the Ramsey Show. We help you get control of your money, get ahead in your career, and get on the path to living well. I'm George Campbell, joined by best selling author Ken Coleman today, and we are taking your calls 888 825 5225. If you're at a crossroads with your money, your life, your career, you've got a toxic boss, a toxic workplace, you're not sure what to do, should you sell the house, we are here for you to give you some confidence, some encouragement uh along the way 888 5225 you ready to go ken let's go we got to get to help some people but wow. later
1: in the show i want to talk about that denim jacket oh thank uh, that's you. for later
0: i thought ken's very persnickety on this friday but uh, i like it great like, word
1: let's go let's go
0: well liam is waiting with bated breath on the line in chicago liam welcome to the show hi
2: guys thank you for taking my call absolutely how can we help Okay, so here's the thing. I've been in my current employer since around 2014. Um, I feel a little bit, you know, uh, I'm not passionate about the work that I do, but um, it's a good job. The people that I work for are good people. I have a good boss. He takes care of us. But um, I think my life is defined more than my current pay hourly wage. Mm -hmm. And I would like to make more because I feel like can't, I can't even afford the things that I want to get for my wife.
1: Mm. How much do you make right now, Liam?
2: Um, all said and done, it's around 45 uh, a year.
1: Yeah, man. We, you are worth so much. First of all, there's no value you can put on a human. You're invaluable. But as far as your earning potential, yeah, man, we need to be doubling that and being on a path yeah. to doing that soon. How does that sound?
2: That's fair and all. The only reason why I am hesitant to even look for a lateral move or something significantly more is that my daughter has special needs. Okay. And the insurance of my employer has been a life setting. If I didn't have the insurance sure. we had for her, we would be destitute. She's totally understand. She surgeries. Oh brain surgeries before the age of four.
1: Oh, my wow. gosh. How is her health right now? What is the long-term prognosis? What can they tell you? What are they telling you?
2: Well, she was diagnosed uh, for epilepsy at 47 days old. Oh my goodness! And um, we've been on and off. Each one of these surgeries was there was some respite, and then it comes back. Mm-hmm. We just had a surgery back in March.
1: Okay, so not real um, sure is that the answer. Really not sure if or how many surgeries. yeah. So it's possible she should have she could have more surgeries
2: is that or just doctor said there's nothing else they can do
1: okay well first of all my heart breaks as a as a daddy i I get that and i hate that and uh uh, and i understand the fear but i want to challenge the fear a little bit but i want to do it with some numbers not with a rah-rah speech how does that sound it sounds fair all right now you have a pretty good idea about what these surgeries and what these procedures cost or you have a very good idea of what percentage uh, of, of the expenses that your current health care plan and your benefits cover, correct? you got a pretty good idea what your deductible yeah. is. So you, you're you a yeah. pro at this now, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. There we go. So here's the deal. As you begin to look outward, keep in mind we're not leaving. We're not leaving. We are not going to put your benefits in any kind of jeopardy at all. But what we are doing when we are looking is we're going to have conversations and we're going to say, hey, what's the health plan like? And you don't have to lead with my daughter has had all of these surgeries. That's none of their business. But you can ask informed questions in the interview process and certainly when somebody makes you an offer. And you can ask questions. Hey, I want to get a good idea. Benefits matter to me. People understand that. That's not an outrageous statement. And so you Hmm. can find out. You know the trigger points that you're looking for. So you ask questions sure. around those things. And my friend, if it doesn't work, walk away. But you should be not only confident that other companies have very good health care plans because they do, uh, you should also be confident that you making double what you're making right now is also going to help out with any medical expenses. So I understand the fear, but I was talking about this today on my show, George, and I'm just—it's fresh. It's like the the hot now sign at Krispy Kreme. Oh, yeah. I just—I just—I mean, 20 minutes ago, talked to a caller about this. So, so, Liam, I'm going to teach this to you because I think a lot of people right now in this audience, for a variety of reasons, are dealing with fear and doubt. And Liam, I want to explain to you the difference between fear and doubt. Fear is I'm afraid that something bad is going to happen. Doubt is I don't believe something good can happen. And I think you are absolutely getting crushed. The left hand, you know, the fear monster is just jabbing you right in the face. I'm afraid of financial ruin if I take another job and my daughter has more health care issues and and, on and on it goes. And then doubt's coming in with the right cross over the top going, you're not going to find another company with health care benefits like this. Does that sound about right, Liam? That that sounds about right. All right, now here's the deal. I don't don't believe I'm even educated. You're not. You're not. And that's the answer. You ready for this? Sure. When we have fear and doubt, we need to, George, we put them on paper and we write them out so we can see what specifically am I afraid of. So Liam, you know, I'm not going to make you do this on the air, but this is the exercise. You have to write down, I am afraid of, I doubt, and you write it down now. Underneath the voice of fear and doubt, folks, you've got to understand that there's something under the surface. And what's under the surface of fear and doubt is a lack of information, the unknown. And so when I look at the voice of fear and I look at the voice of doubt, and I go, okay, what's driving me nuts here is that I've left my brain to the vacuum of the unknown and just all these horrible things are running around like it's all skating the All the what ifs. So what you have to do, Liam, in this case, is specifically begin to look out for jobs and look for health care benefits and put yourself out there knowing that we're going to go date, but we don't have to marry a company. And if we find out it's the right marriage and we get answers to the health care question and we get answers to, can I grow in this job? Will somebody want me? Will somebody pay me more than $40,000 a year? You've got several unknowns that you're allowing to paralyze you like you're in a dark cave and you can't see your face, uh, your, your hand in front of your face, and that paralyzes us all. So we shed light in the cave and we put on the flashlight or we have a torch. Now we can see and now we can move. And so you've got to do this right now. You have some specific questions that you need answers to, and George, when he gets those answers, here's what happens. You get clarity, and then clarity breeds confidence, and confidence breeds courage to move forward. When I'm clear... I'm confident that I should go, that I can go. I know how I'm going to go. And then when life throws the, the next surgery your way, Liam, we have courage to walk through it because, hey, we've done the homework. We know where we're supposed to be. We know the income we can make. And so that's what I want to encourage you with today.
0: Beautiful. Liam, how do you feel? Feels good. I'll take that. Liam, I'll take that.
1: start looking today. Looking doesn't mean you're leaving your safety. We don't leave, folks. Financially, the Ramsey Show we're never going to tell you Get to leave.
0: Close to the dock. Yeah. So you just step onto it. Yeah. This With is not Tom an extreme sport here. And uh, Liam, hang on the line. Austin's going to pick up. I'm going to send you a copy of Ken's book from Paycheck to Purpose. I think it'll be another tool in your tool belt for encouragement along the way as you find that new job.
1: Let's also give him uh, Austin a link to the Get Clear Career Assessment. So we can give him some. He's ideas. getting the whole kit and caboodle. Let's do the package. This is the Ramsey Show.
3: it still amazes me that so many people go without id theft protection when i recommend something it's based not only on the quality of that company and their product but also whether people really need it and if it's worth the cost look 25 percent of all u.s consumers were impacted by id theft in 2021 25 percent it's a digital society people your personal data has likely already been part of a data breach and devices are getting hacked everywhere every day it doesn't matter what your age or income is, if you're single or married or whatever, everyone is at risk, even our kids. And the only plan I recommend is from Xander Insurance. Xander uses state-of-the-art cyber tools to help reduce your risk and take over the work if you become a victim. They also cover your bank accounts, and kids are free on their family plan. There's no smarter, more affordable way to protect yourself, which is why I recommend them. Go to Xander.com or call 800 356 4282.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined today by Ken Coleman, and we are taking your calls about money, career, life. It's all here on The Ramsey Show. Give us a call. 888 825 5225. All right, Ken. Last night, yeah. it was epic. Big we did night. Live stream. Real estate reality yeah. check with yeah. Dave, Rachel, and myself. Yeah. Right out there in the yeah. lobby. Yeah. It was electric.
1: Was it? I didn't watch it. I, there I were feel charts, like I have to confess. There
0: were graphs. There were Tesla yeah, jokes. really? It was all in there. Oh,
1: Dave doesn't like the Teslas.
0: He's not a fan. And He was Here's surrounded he said. by two Tesla owners. His By his own data, he said that driving in a Tesla there's a higher chance of dying than skydiving.
1: He made that up.
0: Well, he apparently he said he pulled some data. He said he he did a Google and that many people die in Teslas cuz they burn up on the streets.
1: I think I bet you I know what he did. I think Dave probably got creative and he looked at some car accident you know how often car accidents happen, oh yeah, versus skydiving, and he just went, okay, well, I'm going to apply this to Tesla. So in his mind, it was technically correct, a little bit of a stretch, but you know, he's Dave. Yeah, he's Dave.
0: He, does, he calls it a battery with four wheels because it doesn't go vroom vroom. He doesn't think it's a real car. Yeah. So there we go.
1: I want to know if Rachel has gotten him in the car.
0: I was for wondering a ride. that as well. Dog, uh, Rachel and I for both driving, Tesla's. you know
1: what I feel like, guys. I, for our YouTube guys, I feel like the people want to see Dave riding shotgun with Rachel or George in the Tesla. Uh, the audience out in the lobby is—they want uh, to see. They are it. Re- is a resounding response out there. Uh, so this is what the people want. It'd be a great YouTube video. Well,
0: you know, all Tesla jokes aside, the event was great, and the good news is a lot of people are reaching out to me saying, "Hey, I couldn't watch it live." The good news is the replay is up, so you can go oh, to RamseySolutions dot slash reality check. Yeah. Watch the replay; it's an hour long, and yeah. it's worth it. It's very
1: encouraging. There's yeah. a lot of a lot of I anger, a lot I'm of gonna, frustration. I'm going to go watch it. I'm not in the real estate uh, mode. But I want to watch it. I appreciate uh, that. uh, I wasn't able to watch it last night because I was on the golf course. You'll have a good time. I was trying to wrap up nine holes there before the sun set. How'd it go? Yeah, I hit the ball pretty good. Hit the ball pretty good. Huh? You hit par? Did I hit par? Is that what they say? Uh, folks, I, this is, uh, God love him. I've got so much training to do, folks. He's such a bright, charming guy Listen, and knows Ken. nothing about sport, and I don't judge him for that. He talks a big game, but who did I beat in mini-golf, Ken? This is a true Let story. Let me remind you. All right, later in the program, well, we'll tease this, later in the hour, there was a time where George uh, technically beat me at mini-golf, uh, So, but and he holds it over me. There's no technicalities. It was a wash. All right. Let's move to the. That doesn't make sense. That's
0: what the people are here for. They're here
1: for. They're here for wisdom. They want to hear how
0: good I am at putt putt. (laughs) They want to hear life changing calls. Here we go. go. Lindsay joins us in Texarkana. Lindsay, welcome to the show.
4: Hi. Thank y'all for taking my call.
0: Absolutely. What's going on?
4: Um, So my husband and I recently moved, and with our move, we were able to sell our home. Made a pretty decent profit on it, and now we're currently renting in our new city until we can find something we want to buy and cool. There's fifty acres that recently came up for sale that we're interested in, and we're trying to decide if we should buy it in cash or if we should finance it so that we have more money to put down as a down payment to build with
0: what's it cost the fifty acres
4: um, one hundred twenty five thousand dollars so twenty five hundred
0: wow. an acre Wow and how much money do you have in cash?
4: Um a little over 200,000.
0: Nice. Does that oh. include your emergency fund? No. Okay. So outside of that, you've got 200 to throw into this real estate deal. Yes. So if you paid cash for it, you'd have 75 left over to start building. Yes. And how long would it take to build? And how much would it cost?
4: Um it's costing anywhere from like around 150 to 180 a square foot here. Um, building would probably take a year, maybe a little bit less.
0: Okay, so one year to build, but you're not sure of the cost of it. Are we talking two, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand?
4: Um, probably between three and four hundred thousand.
0: Okay, so you'd be taking. I haven't on... gotten
4: actual bids to build yet. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, I would pay cash for the acreage and then try to cash flow as much as you can along the journey. And then whatever mortgage you might have to take out uh, for the build, that's what
1: I would do. Yeah. 50 acres. I mean, is there more to this than just having a plot to put a house on? Because obviously that's a lot of acreage.
4: Well, we'd like to farm it eventually.
0: There
1: Um, we go. Okay. There we go. So this is the dream, is you want to run
0: this 50 acre
1: piece of land, farm it out, live on it, See, that's what I wanted to know, George. So, Lindsay, like when this thing popped, when you guys saw this, I want to know what was the reaction and the conversation like between you and the hubs?
4: Well, we've been looking for acreage for a while, um, and we found this place and, and really liked it. It seems like it, it's got good ground and it's not in a low spot or anything, which is what we've, we've ran into so far. So. so you've done your research. You're pretty excited. Yeah, that's I'm what savvy. I wanted to hear. Yeah.
1: See, I, I, I like George's play here. I you guys are really excited. I I think George is right. I'd jump on it if you do all of the due diligence. I mean, exhaust like I think you're a very smart person. I think you guys are very savvy. I would do all the due diligence to make sure that this thing, again, perks for what you want it to perk for, right, based on the size house, maybe eventual expansion. Is it good soil to farm? I would do all the due diligence, but I, because you guys were so excited about even looking at it, and this is your destination, feels like to me, I would jump on it. Because even if you had to live in a trailer on that land for two years, you know, I'm not suggesting you do that, but I'm saying, (laughs) like, this is a, uh, you have the cash to buy it outright. Uh, and a good chunk to put down on building into George's Point. Now, you'd have to get a construction loan. Would you be able to do that?
4: I think so.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do I'd your look homework. Into, yeah, I would look into those pieces of it so you don't get halfway through this and go, oh, my gosh, we're not going to be able to do this. So I would get the yeah. numbers on paper to take away all the unknowns, all the fear, to where you go, okay, we can afford this. We're going to do a 15-year fixed Less than 25% of our take-home pay with that strong down payment. We're going to pay cash for this land. I think it's a great plan. Okay. Proud of you guys. I Way appreciate it. It's
1: yeah. awesome. Yeah. Love to hear that. George and I want to come out and do a hunting trip because, you know, George
0: loves to Never hunt. Never done it. Never done it. What are we hunting? Pheasant? What's out there? Oh,
1: I like that you you pulled pheasant. That was a pretty good it pull. Felt right. I don't I'm know very why. impressed with that. I don't know what they got in our... I know they got I, I, hogs. Yeah, well, the wild hogs would be fun. I don't think you can hunt those. Can sure, Oh, sure you can. Oh, all right. Yeah, and uh, uh, you got deer, of course. Which is, have you ever had venison, Ken's George? just going to start naming every animal he can think of.
0: No, no, I actually, I, I like I've the deer. I've had some venison. I've had jerky, venison jerky.
1: Yeah, venison is very lean, very healthy meat. And uh, But you got to get up early, George. you got to get That's, up early to get the trees. See,
0: tonight. they go, yeah, let's go. It's 4 a.m. Let's get out there. I go, no way. I'm sleeping in. Nothing is worth this. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Ken, i got to mention... The jobs here at Ramsey Solutions. A lot of people hiring, hiring, hiring. They reach out to me and they go, Hey, can you get me a job? They're trying to do proximity principle, but in a weird way. They'll just like send me a cold message on LinkedIn. That's not the right way to do it. I want to work at Ramsey. Can you help me out? Yeah, right. But I will say, uh, we talk a lot about our mission over here to change America's toxic money culture. And it makes us mad to see people get trapped by debt and this whole toxic culture out there with leadership, with career. And We're on a mission to change lives, and if that's a passion that you share with us, you got to check out all the exciting roles here at Ramsey Solutions. We are looking to fill a ton of them right now. There's never been a better time. find a job doing work that matters and specifically we need some great developers some user experience designers and writers to help us build all these digital products that change can
1: i tell you a job that uh, we're about ready to post if we haven't posted tease it looking for an associate producer of the ken coleman show whoa screening calls uh working on the show helping people so like that's a broadcasting thing i'm just telling you i don't know if it's posted yet but it's coming
0: yeah well if if that suits your how needs how about that go check these out ramsey com slash careers you can also see what it's like to work with us before you ever apply you can follow us on instagram and facebook by searching ramsey careers and there's a lot people think oh, well what do they do around here we have literally every position imaginable yeah. our team is over a thousand people right. from customer care to writers to developers mm-hmm. to creative folks to yeah. the super nerdy folks the data analysts you name it we got it so check it out if you want to work with ken coleman and i that's that is living the dream
1: uh, how about well i don't know about that they get to decide that but i know there is a person that uh works on your uh wardrobe that so is true. that's a high stress position if you know george oh my goodness the Woo. level of drama we went through yesterday wow. for wardrobe unbelievable that's why they call me a
0: diva yeah. i love it well hey we got more of your calls coming up 888-825-5225 join us this is the ramsey show This is The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell. Next to me, my friend Ken Coleman. We are taking your calls. 888-825-5225. But we interrupt the scheduled programming to bring to you a debt-free scream on the stage. We've got Dave and Holly. How are you? Good. Jim, how are great. you? Where are you guys from?
5: Outside Philadelphia. Wonderful. Ah, the city of brotherly love. Yes. Oh, Ken's yes. a big
0: history buff. He yeah. can go all day about the Liberty Bell. <laughs> Don't get him started. <laughs> So guys, all the way here to do a debt-free scream, how much debt did you pay off?
5: Yes, sir. We paid off $117,335 wow. in 28 months.
0: Whoa! Wow. And what was your range of income during that time?
5: We were right around 120000
0: Awesome. What do you guys do for a living?
5: Uh, my primary profession is a teacher, I teach health and phys ed at our local high school. And then also I work at our church and also Peyton Power Wash on the side.
1: Wow. wow. Busy guy. Yeah. Can I just say quickly, George, that it's nice to see a PE phys ed teacher that looks the part. <laughs> yes.
0: That <laughs> is true. I can actually, I just say, I chuckled a little bit in my I, mind because I went, he actually looks the part yeah, for like once. A, if
1: I'm a senior or junior who's got a bad attitude about push-ups, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay attention. This guy looks like he's done yeah. a few. I could outrun all my PE teachers growing up. So this oh, yeah. guy, I could not. Outrun. I, my I PE teachers your... growing up couldn't get up the stairs.
0: <laughs> were you going to say you can't fit in my skinny jeans? I was. I was. <laughs> that's a sick
1: burn. Hey, George, like one of your legs is bo- is all of George's gene combined. All right, <laughs> That's what's going Chicken on. Chicken like Coleman
0: over here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, guys, back to your story. That's yeah. what we're here for. Uh, so what so, type of debt was the 117000
5: Uh Before we say that, my wife is also a ministry coordinator at our church. Oh, oh nice.
0: That's great. You guys are plugged in. We yeah. are. That's yeah. awesome. You get so to work together in that capacity. Sometimes. Yeah, it's
5: awesome. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. So our debt was uh, primarily student loans. Uh, we had... Eight thousand eight hundred in our car, and then the rest was all student loans.
3: Wow! Yeah,
0: heavy on the student loans. Whose yeah. degrees were they?
6: Well, mostly mine because I was a nurse for ten years before I quit and started working for our church. So.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. Cool. Okay, so you guys decided twenty-eight months ago we're not gonna wait around for forgiveness. We're just gonna get rid of this thing. How'd you get started on this journey and plugged into us?
6: Well, um, the summer before in twenty nineteen, we. I'm a like saver. And um, he's more of a free spirit in that aspect. So he was like, let's build a paver patio. And I was like, great, let's do it. Do we have the money? And he was like, yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. And I'm like, okay, great. So we got into the project and then we realized maybe we weren't so fine. Um, And that just sent me into like a panic. And then in January, our church offered financial peace and I was like, we were both like, we need to do something. Because one month we would have way over what we needed. And then the next month we wouldn't have like any like anywhere near what we needed. So we started um, in January of 2020, which was such a blessing because that was right before the world shut down. And um, if we wouldn't have done that, we would have totally panicked and not been able to survive. So. Wow.
5: Yeah. That's awesome. Without knowing it, we were Dave-ish. I uh, we didn't believe in credit cards. Um, I read one of Dave's books long ago from a friend and I was like, ah, that's good advice. But you know, education loans, like that's necessary. Like a car loan, that's necessary. Um, and then after taking those classes, we were like, no, this isn't necessary. Like, we know so, too much now. There's yes. such a better yeah. way.
0: Ignorance was bliss. Yes. Yeah. And then we realized we're broke. Maybe we should learn something. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So proud of you guys. So what was the hardest part of this journey for you?
5: Uh, I guess the hardest part was the last, the last push. Yeah. Um we had several smaller loans that we got that snowball rolling and it felt really good. Uh we had some money saved initially that we were able to throw at it right away and that kinda gave us like a jump start, but the last debt was like over forty thousand. Ouch. And so even as we're rolling our snowball into it, we're like, This feels like it's gonna take forever. Um and so that last push was hard. Um but it was also fantastic. We had like the little chain set up in our uh, in our house so the kids could help us cut off the chains. And we have like little prize chains that we got every 10000 We were like, okay, here we're going to do a little celebration. And here we're going to do a little celebra- celebration to, to push through.
1: Wow. Wow. So I, I want to I stay where you are talking about how hard it was. You're talking about the push. If you wouldn't mind, I want you to share maybe both of you. What was specifically like really specific what was so hard in that last push was it was it uh, maybe a fear of missing out was it i mean i want to know what the real mm-hmm. challenge was whether it was mental emotional what, what was tough for you guys in that last push
6: well i just think like when you're building momentum you're excited you're like yay yay and then it just seemed so big and So, like, all of our friends were like, we're doing this. And we're like, we paid off so much. We're so close and yet so far. So, Uh our friends, like, um, always wanted us to do stuff. And we're like, sorry, we're still working hard. So, yeah. yeah. And it was hard because, I mean, the Lord provided lots of opportunities for us. But, like, he was working all the time. So, because... I mean, he doesn't tell you he auto coaches wrestling and he was like picking up side jobs. He'd be like, so what are we doing this Saturday? And he'd say, uh, you want to come paint and power wash with me? And so that's how atta we spent a lot of our weekends and the kids came with us. So painting and power washing as a family has become, you know, something. That's so cool. We
0: yeah. Do. We say more is caught than taught. And I bet those kids saw yes. some really cool stuff with that kind of work ethic and discipline and sacrifice yes. that sticks with them. Yeah.
5: Absolutely. I mean, we saw the Lord's provision time and time again. And not in a, um, you know, God just gives you money, but in a God-provided opportunities Mm -hmm. for us to work, and then he gave us the discipline to be able to put it in the right place.
0: Wow. I want to pause there, Ken. This is interesting. The opportunity was not a winning lottery ticket. It was God provided an opportunity for work. Yes. That's interesting. A lot of people don't see that.
1: He's working all the time. Mm -hmm. And not only is that hard physically, that gets to be hard mentally and oh, yeah. emotionally when you don't see those cute kiddos, your beautiful wife, and you start going, goodness gracious. And yet you keep pressing on. Mm-hmm. What is that? What is that? in a, You've just walked through it. I want you to tell people who feel right now they're where you guys are. They still have 40,000, 60,000, 100,000 left. They go, we've paid off a lot, but it feels like we're never going to get to the top of the mountain. I think you can preach right now. What yeah. kept you going? power washing, painting, never seeing the wife and the kids.
5: I mean, Dave says all the time that no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but it yields a a harvest of righteousness, and that is so true, Um, that while in the moment it's not pleasant, you know that what's on the other side of that is totally worth it. Uh, I think this course and this this whole program is so aptly named Financial Peace um, that you can experience peace outside of finances even in, in all of your life, when you know that together as a family you're heading towards the same goal.
6: Yeah, I think it's important, too. Like, we changed their future and, like, our future. So, like, we took all of, like, our parents were always like, yeah, like, debt is good and it's okay to have debt and you need a credit score. And we, like, we're, like, now in this place where we can say to our kids, that's not where you want to be. Like, you can do this without it. And so, we've been super blessed to be able to, you know, change their lives. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the motivator.
0: I For love sure. that. We'll bring them up on the stage. Okay. What's their <laughs> names and ages? Who do we got with us today?
6: All right. We have Mara, and she is five, and this is Levi, and he's seven.
0: Cute. I love it. And they're not scared of work. They've been seeing (laughs) Dad and Mom hustle on the weekends, and they love it. Guys, we're so proud of you. Thank you. We've got a copy of Dave's number one book, Baby Steps Millionaires. That's your next chapter. As you said, changing your family tree, not just financially, but... character Mm -hmm. and you've seen that and you've walked this walk and we're so proud to have you guys we also have a copy of the total money makeover for you to give away to your friends who are confused why you couldn't go out and hang out with them (laughs) and eat out and you go this is why this book changed our life on top of that we're going to give you uh financial peace university and every dollar all part of ramsey plus for a whole year you can give that away or go through it again we just updated it with some new lessons maybe the kids can enjoy it too (laughs) yeah Bef- All right.
5: Before we do that can we just give a shout out real quick To sure. a couple people um, Our friends that are with us Kaylee and Ducky uh, We have some folks at home Aaron and Kelsey Who walked through, us, walked through this with us And then also Keith and Stacy Who are on the other side and encouraged us Saying it's good get there I That's love it. Awesome. Got to have
0: those cheerleaders. Yeah, All you. right, let's get to it. It's Dave and Holly, Levi and Marl from the Philadelphia area. $117,355 paid off in 28 months, making hundred and twenty dollars Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, one. two, one. We're debt-free! We're free!
1: Woo! From little Mara and Levi Hey, they practiced and they performed They brought it Because they were a part of this journey Love That That so was visceral beautiful.
0: That's what this is all about guys If you think you can't do it, watch the show Listen to these stories These are everyday people just like you Who decided things don't have to stay the same And we believe you can do it too This is The Ramsey Show Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. It's a show about you, your life, your money, your career, everything that matters to you. We want to help. I'm George Campbell. joined today by Ken Coleman. Open phones this hour, 888-825-5225. Zach joins us up next in Greensboro, North Carolina. Zach, welcome to the show.
7: Thank you. What's so going on? I'm 14. Oh, so I'm 14 nice. and I'm ca- calling because I started a business five weeks ago. Cool. Where I unload the cars of vacationers. What? This business has
1: Hold on a second. Hold on. This is fantastic. Uh, describe this in a little more detail.
7: So what I do is I put a post out on Facebook, and and I work with people to set up a time for me to come over and unload their car for them.
1: When they get back from vacation. Yes, sir. I did not
0: know this was a business opportunity. So, what are you charging?
7: Uh, Twenty-five for a car and thirty-five for an SUV or a van.
0: Wow! How many
7: people have you got to do this? Uh, I've done. A, I've unloaded about twenty cars and made almost a thousand dollars in profit.
1: Wow. Oh my goodness! And is this exclusively in your neighborhood, or is it kind of branching out in your in your area?
7: It branches out a bit, but I'm staying pretty close.
1: I'm impressed. So are these like
0: elderly people? Like, why can't they unload their own cars? Just a convenience a thing? Lot of
7: peop- a lot of people I work with are either elderly or have had some medical surgery. Oh,
0: okay. Birth. That's what I was wondering. Right. Like, Ken Coleman can unload his car. He might like the, like the convenience of someone doing it for him.
1: Ken Coleman's got three teenagers, two or which are boys, and I'll tell you who's unloading the car, and they're doing it for That's free because right. I give them food. Good uh, for you, Zach. So, so how can we help is, today? Yeah.
7: Wow. So I'm calling to ask if I should put this into my car fund or if I should invest any of it.
0: Mm. Oh, wow. Well, my feelings on 14-year-olds investing are that you need to invest in Zach right now, and you're doing a great job of that, starting your own business, this entrepreneurial journey. So I would put it towards your... Current goals. Investing is a long term thing, and you've got plenty of time to do that. And I have a feeling you'll do very well in that arena. But right now, I want you to focus on the next four, five, six years of what your future looks like. So that means getting a car, paying cash for it, a reasonable use car, being able to cash flow any kind of education you get in the future. And then once you've got your career set out, whether that's after you go to college or if you skip that and go down the entrepreneurial path, that's what I would be doing. So I would definitely save that for a car.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Zach, I, I must ask, because I think a lot of adults could learn from young Zach. I really do. Yeah. So, Zach, I'm curious how you came up with the idea, because now that you've told me specifically who your target audience is, that leads me to believe you heard about the need, or were you brainstorming, hey, I wonder how I can make some money, what about people that are older, what about people that have some medical issues and they can't pick up their bags, how did you come up on, come up on this idea?
7: So, I heard about the need, and... Where I just Where did
1: you hear about the need?
7: On on Facebook. My mom was actually telling me about it because I'm not on Facebook.
1: Right, good for you. Yeah. And so she just read some stories, uh, some posts where I mean, uh, tell me a little bit more.
7: She saw a post on a on a group huh. basically asking if they they had the
1: service. Wow, and so when she mentioned it to you, like how quickly did you go i'm gonna try that did you did you kick it around a little bit well, what happened?
7: I kicked it around a little bit, but i I'd been looking for a job, and i I always had loved the idea of starting my own business so when I heard about the idea, it was a pretty easy decision.
1: Yeah, I love it. Okay, I want to add one little. It's a
0: very mature fourteen-year-old. I is. might add. It is. He's not out there. Are you playing like, video yeah. games, Zach? Are you enjoying
7: your childhood? Yes, sir. I'm. De- I'm definitely enjoying my childhood.
1: Yeah, he doesn't Good. strike me as somebody like you that was a shut in. You know what I mean? He's, he's got a life, George. Uh, but, but Zach, let me ask you this. You've always wanted to own your own business. So I want to add, uh, George's advice was great. Advice was great. But but I would be saving every penny besides some fun stuff and um, uh, the car. So, like, just a B 14 year old Zach, you got some spending money and then everything else to the car. Uh, but then when I, once I saved it for the car, I would be putting every penny besides just fun stuff for Zach, into the future Zach Inc. And mm. what I mean is is that I think the more you do this and you work for yourself and you help people out, I think ideas are going to formulate uh, or you're going to realize, wait a second, I can do very well at this and get myself to a position where I can be a teen entrepreneur uh, by doing multiple business starts while you're still in high school. So I love you saving, saving, saving to give you options because I just think you're that kind of kid.
0: Yeah. But it sounds like you know what's next, and then that's your next goal is saving up to pay cash for that car. Yes, sir. Call us back. Let us know what it is. Yeah, I want to, know I want what to kind follow of car. your journey, Zach. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Good for you. This yeah. gives me a lot of hope for the next generation. Ken,
1: listen, I, I, you know, listen. I, I'm the resident, uh, I'm the resident Gen Xer here on the show today. Yeah. And you uh, have teenagers. I have teenagers. Um, I get a little upset when when people of my generation uh, or Boomers. You know, uh, just kind of randomly paint younger generations with a broad brush. They did it a lot with millennials. Your oh, generation, yeah. they go, they
0: don't like to work,
1: and they think that's garbage. You're an example. You're one of the hardest workers I know. Your path to being a Ramsey personality was was one of perseverance and and hard work. And I, and I just think that you know, you look at these 14 year olds, and we shouldn't be so shocked because character is in every generation. Mm. And uh, he's got character. He's got he's got some gumption. Uh, he's got a vision. Yeah, for the future, and we shouldn't be so shocked, you know, and uh, paint people with a broad brush. So I love it. Very interesting stuff. Thanks for the call, Zach. Appreciate it.
0: Gabby joins us up next in Orlando. Gabby, welcome to the show.
8: Hi, uh, thank you so much for taking my call.
0: Sure. How can we help today?
8: So my husband and I are on baby steps four, five, and six. And we're super excited, and we're focused. Um, we have looked into the Smart Bester Pros, and we have interviewed five of them, and have narrowed it down to two. Wow! Anyway.
1: Um, they're
8: both giving—they're yeah, both giving very similar advice that aligns with what Dave would recommend. Um, we really like them both, and so I'm having a hard—and they both also have the heart of a teacher. So I'm just having a hard time, you know, picking which one would be best for our you know retirement and future and i just didn't know if you guys could help us make that final decision
0: sure we've asked i mean we've got a great uh, resource online on our website about you know interviewing the financial advisors but at this point they're going to give mm-hmm. you the same advice probably put you in about the same funds and so it really comes down right. to you know what's the expense ratios what are the fees who do we want to go with long term
1: i i have a mm-hmm. question gabby do yes. you have a choice, and does your husband have a different choice? Or are you both Ooh. presenting as we're torn i I gotta <laughs> know come on, Gabby, tell me yes, what yes. is it We're both in the same boat
8: you're both we, torn. I know it's not the juicy answer, but we're no? both torn, wow. and my husband is kind of has the mindset where if whatever I feel like i'm I'm more um. Whatever person I feel is best, he thinks as
1: well. Okay, so, so let's put you it on the spot. very hard. No, it's really easy. So yes. you're the one that called, Gabby, and feels like you're the yes. most heavy vote in the house. Uh, your husband is, by the way, this is a smart husband, George. Oh, yeah. Happy wife, happy life. Your husband's no idiot, Gabby. Uh, so That's he's right. <laughs> he's kind of put it in your boat. I think you're leaning towards one or the other, and I want you to, for a moment, suspend all of the technical knowledge Uh, Heart of the teacher, all that. I just want you to think about your personal connection when you sat with both. Can you do that? Run it through your head right Mm now. You doing it?
5: Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Which
1: one do you just seem to like a little bit more? Personal
7: connection.
1: no, You already selected. When I asked you a question, you selected (laughs) one, didn't you, Gabby?
8: i yeah one i'm leaning towards gives is giving me like the most advice and, and explaining it really well but the other one seems to be more like kind of like an ant type relationship
1: there it is um now let me ask a question gabby and i don't mind being wrong you can you can you can okay. you can tell me if i'm wrong on the air when i asked you the question uh-huh. your brain selected the ant type figure true or false it did, but I feel that's like that's the, the wrong answer. No, it's but... not the wrong answer. It's not the wrong answer. There it's we go. It's not the wrong answer. Here's why. The other one gave good information. So does the ant like. But the ant is the personal connection. And that's the key, I think, between this situation. There's tough a choice. There. Go with the trust and the connection. Follow your heart, Gabby.
0: There it is. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it.